0: This is an audio version of AI Safety via Debate by Jeffrey Irving, Paul Cristiano and Dario Amadei. It was published on the 22nd of October 2018. This is an excerpt that's included as one of the core readings from the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. Abstract. To make AI systems broadly useful for challenging real-world tasks, we need them to learn complex human goals and preferences. One approach to specifying complex goals asks humans to judge during training which agent behaviours are safe and useful. But this approach can fail if the task is too complicated for a human to directly judge. To help address this concern, we propose training agents via self-play on a zero-sum debate game. Given a question or proposed action, two agents take turns making short statements up to a limit. Then a human judges which of the agents gave the most true useful information. In an analogy to complexity theory, debate with optimal play can answer any question in P space, given polynomial time judges. Direct judging answers only NP questions. In practice, whether debate works involves empirical questions about humans and the tasks we want AIs to perform, plus theoretical questions about the meaning of AI alignment. We report results on an initial MNIST experiment where agents compete to convince a sparse classifier, boosting the classifier's accuracy from 59.4% to 88.9%, given 6 pixels, and from 48.2% to 85.2%, given 4 pixels. Finally, we discuss theoretical and practical aspects of the debate model, focusing on potential weaknesses as the model scales up, and we propose future human and computer experiments to test these properties. That's end of the abstract. Section 1. Learning to align an agent's actions with the values and preferences of humans is a key challenge in ensuring that advanced AI systems remain safe. Is a reference to Russell et al. 2016. Subtle problems in alignment can lead to unexpected and potentially unsafe behaviour. Reference to Amadei et al. 2016. And we expect this problem to get worse as systems become more capable. Alignment is a training time problem. It is difficult to retroactively fix the behaviour and incentives of trained, unaligned agents. Alignment likely requires interaction with humans during training. But care is required in choosing the precise form of the interaction, as supervising the agent may itself be a challenging cognitive task. For some tasks, it is harder to bring behaviour in line with human goals than for others. In simple cases, humans can directly demonstrate the behaviour. This is the case of supervised learning or imitation learning, for example classifying an image or using a robotic gripper to pick up a block. For these tasks, Alignment with human preferences can in principle be achieved by imitating the human and is implicit in existing ML approaches, although issues of bias in the training data still arise. See, for example, Mitchell and Shadlin, 2018. Taking a step up in alignment difficulty, some tasks are too difficult for humans to perform, but a human can still judge the quality of behaviour or answers once shown to them. For example, a robot doing a backflip in an unnatural action space. This is the case of human preference-based reinforcement learning, Reference to Cristiano et al. 2017. We can make an analogy between these two levels and the complexity classes P and NP, answers that can be computed easily and answers that can be checked easily. Just as there are problems harder than P or NP in complexity theory, lining up behaviour with human preferences can be harder still. A human may be unable to judge whether an explained answer or exhibited behaviour is correct, The behaviour may be too hard to understand without help, or the answer to a question may have a flaw that is too subtle for the human to detect. We could imagine a system trained to both give answers and point out flaws in answers. This gives a third level of difficulty. Flaws themselves may be too hard to judge. Flaws could have their own flaws that must be pointed out to a human. And flaws of flaws can have flaws, etc. This hierarchy of alignment tasks has a natural limit, a debate between competing agents where agents make arguments, other agents poke holes in those arguments, and so on until we have information to decide the truth. The simplest version of debate has two competing agents, though we cover versions with more agents as well. Our hypothesis is that optimal play in this game produces honest, aligned information far beyond the capabilities of the human judge. We can approximate optimal play by training ML systems via self-play, which has shown impressive performance in games such as Go, Chess, Shogi, and Dota 2 and there are some references here for those examples. The goal of this paper is to lay out theoretical and practical properties of debate as an approach to AI alignment. We also lay out plans for experiments to test the properties of debate, but we leave these to future work, except for a simple MNIST example. On the theoretical side, we observe that the complexity class analogue of debate can answer any question in p-space using only polynomial time judges, corresponding to aligned agents exponentially smarter than the judge. Whether debate works with humans and machine learning is more subtle and requires extensive testing and analysis before the model can be trusted. Debate is closely related to the amplification approach to AI alignment, reference to Cristiano et al. 2018, and we explore this relationship in detail. Our eventual goal is natural language debate, where the human judges the dialogue between the agents. However, unrestricted dialogue models remain far from human performance and even evaluation is difficult. Reference to Low 2017a, eh? so it is instructive to consider debates with non natural language statements. Consider the board game Go. Given a board configuration, we can ask, what is the best move? If Alpha Zero shows us a move, there is no way to judge its quality unless we are roughly as strong as Alpha Zero. However, we can ask another copy of Alpha Zero to show us a counter move, then a counter move to that counter move, and so on until the game ends. Even a novice player can judge this debate. Decide with the highest score wins. Indeed, we can view AlphaZero as our debate model with a human judge replaced by the rules of Go, which gives us confidence that the model can achieve superhuman performance. The layout of this paper is as follows. Section 2 introduces the debate model of alignment and provides intuitive and theoretical background for why it's useful. Section 3 proposes initial experiments to test human and ML aspects of debate using image tasks to avoid the complexities of natural language. We present results for an example experiment on MNIST, but we leave the majority of experiments to future work. The remaining sections provide additional thought experiments and analysis. Section 4 and 5 discuss reasons for optimism and pessimism about debate as a model for AI alignment. Section 6 presents variants of debate to reduce asymmetry or incorporate multiple agents. And Section 7 Relates debate to the amplification approach to AI alignment, and describes how the two models can be hybridised. Section 8 closes with requests for further work. Section 2. The debate game. We will initially consider a question-answering setting, though Section 2.3 covers other settings, including environment interaction. We have a set of questions Q, answers A, and debate statements S. The simplest version of debate has two agents competing to convince a human judge. A question Q from the set of questions capital Q is shown to both agents. The two agents state their answers, A subscript 0, A subscript 1, from the set of answers, which may be the same. The two agents take turns making statements S subscript 0, S sub 1, and so forth until S subscript N minus 1 from the set of debate statements denoted as capital S. The judge sees the debate, Q, A, and S, and decides which agent wins. The game is a zero-sum. Each agent maximises their probability of winning. To play this game with a human, we need instructions for how the human should decide who wins. These instructions are in natural language, such as, quote, the winner is the agent who said the most useful true thing, end quote. For question answering, A from the set of answers and S for the set of statements could be any moderate-length sentence and Q from the set of questions, a sentence plus additional context. For example, Q from the set of questions could be, should we interview Eve? Given a resume and links to past work. At test time, it suffices to stop after step two. We do not need to run the debate, though agents could simulate debates at test time to strengthen answers. The utility of debate as an approach for AI alignment rests on the following central claim. Here's the claim. In the debate game... It is harder to lie than to refute a lie. Whether this claim is true for any particular setting is empirical, though we give some evidence for it below. If the central claim is true, we can hope for a few other claims. Here are three claims. First, in all Nash equilibria of this game, both agents try to tell the truth in the most convincing manner possible, trying to uncover details or counterarguments the other agent missed. We say Nash equilibria instead of optimal play since, one we will consider versions where turns are simultaneous and, two, choosing a limited-capacity model can make a perfect information game act as an imperfect information game. The next claim. It is possible to find approximate Nash equilibria with some version of gradient descent, such as a self-play algorithm similar to Silver et al. 2017b. In particular, training is stable around the Nash equilibria. Unstable training might mean agents learn to be honest, forget how to defend against dishonesty, and then get beaten by dishonest fluctuations. And the third and final claim? At Nash Equilibria, debate agents are approximately as strong as unrestricted AI, agents trained with no safety measures. We emphasize that using debate does not restrict the structure of the agents. Similarly, the deep networks used in Silver et al. 27b are convolutional residual networks unrelated to the game tree of Go, though the training process does involve the tree via MCTS. The lack of restriction is important since we want safe approaches to be competitive with unsafe alternatives. Section 2.1. Short debates are powerful. Consider the question, where should I go on vacation? If one sees only the answer Alaska, it is not obvious whether a better answer exists. Thus, the opening answers in a debate about the vacation question between two agents Alice and Bob might be, 1. Alice says Alaska. 2. Bob says Bali. If the human judge is able to rank pairs of vacation destinations, perfect play in a two-round debate is sufficient to find the optimal destination. If Alice gives a suboptimal destination, Bob gives a better destination and wins, so Alice only wins by starting with the best destination. In this case, Bali sounds warmer, so Bob wins. However, Bali has a hidden flaw. 3. Alice says, Barley is out since your passport won't arrive in time. Now the human understands they cannot go to Bali, so Alice wins, unless Bob has a counter-argument to the floor. 4. Bob says, Expedited passport service only takes two weeks. The process continues until we arrive at a statement that the human is able to correctly judge, in the sense that the other agent does not believe they can change the human's mind with yet another statement, and resigns. We do not stop when the human thinks they can correctly judge. After step 2, the human may have thought Bali was obviously correct, not remembering the passport issue. After step three, the human may think Alaska is correct, being unaware of expedited service. What we do not do is list all arguments relevant to the vacation question. Bali has nicer beaches, Alaska is colder on average, but pleasantly warm in the summer. It is currently February, Hawaii is both warm and in the US. Instead, optimal play and debate picks out a single line of argument, and agents which switch arguments admit defeat and lose. This is unnatural in a human discussion where both sides learn from each other over the course of the debate, but we are interested in the equilibrium of training where both agents are assumed to be using the best arguments available. For example, if the third statement had been 3. Alice says, Wait, no, Hawaii! Then Bob should win, since Bali was a sufficient counter-argument to Alaska. Figure 1A illustrates this situation. A single round of the debate game traces out one path through the space of all possible arguments. The reason for the answer is the entire tree. All points and counterpoints relevant to deciding the issue. The tree is too large to show to a human, but a single path through the tree, chosen by sufficiently strong adversarial agents, is evidence of the result from the entire tree. Figure 1b has the analogous situation for go. The correct first move is determined by the entire tree, but one game between strong players provides evidence as to the correct move. So here's figure 1. A, Given a question, two debating agents alternate statements until a limit is reached, and a human judges who gave the most true useful information. Although the reason for the correct answer may be the exponentially large tree of all possible debates, a single path chosen by strong agents provides evidence for the whole tree. B. Analogously, although the best move in Go depends on the entire tree, a single game with strong players is evidence as to which moves were best. Audio note. There are some diagrams here showing branching trees, one for the game of Go and one for the tree of possible debates. If you'd like to look at these, you can do so in the original paper. The text up till now has fairly comprehensively described what's shown in these diagrams. Back to the text. Thus, debates can be short because they are unbranched. They cover only one path through the tree. Long arguments are usually long only because they cover many different arguments and subarguments. The length is due to branching down many paths. Arguments which seem irreducibly long because they are phrased as a sequential process can be arranged into a shallow tree by stating the conclusion of the first half of the argument, then choosing which half to discuss in detail. We can make this rearrangement precise in the complexity theory setting, as we discuss next. And there's a table here. It's labelled Table 1. As we increase the number of steps, the complexity class analogue of debate moves up the polynomial hierarchy. A fixed number of steps n gives the polynomial hierarchy level epsilon subscript n, p, and a polynomial number of steps, gives p space. This table has columns for steps, formula, complexity class, and machine learning algorithm. Zero steps corresponds to supervised learning, one step to reinforcement learning, two steps to two round games, and then so forth until n steps, for n round games, and then poly or polynomial, for variable round games. And in the formula and complexity class columns are some mathematical notation, showing the change in complexity classes as the number of steps increases, and the formula for each number of steps. Back to the text. Section 2.2. Complexity Theory Analogies. Debate equals P space. Audio note. This section contains some complex mathematical notation from complexity theory. This can sometimes be difficult to follow in audio format, so you can check it out in the original paper the coordinators of the AGI Safety Fundamentals course have indicated that if you don't have a background in complexity theory, you can skip this section. I will continue to read this section because it also contains natural language explanations, and I'll try to gloss over the mathematical notation. Although debate is intended for use with fuzzy humans as judges, we can gain intuition about the model by replacing the human with an arbitrary polynomial time algorithm H, which takes some input statement Q from the set of questions and produces one bit whether the statement is true or false. We allow our ML models arbitrary computational power. The only limitation is the supervision signal. If we use H to answer questions directly as H of Q, we get the complexity class P of polynomial time algorithms. As discussed in section 1, this setup corresponds to supervised learning. With sufficient training data and model complexity, we can fit any algorithm, but we cannot go beyond the training data, except by removing unsystematic errors. If we use the polynomial-time algorithm not to output answers but to judge them, we get the complexity class NP of questions with polynomial-time-checkable witnesses. Instead of H of Q, we output a statement here mathematically notated. There exists an X such that H of Q and X, where X is a witness found by the ML model. NP corresponds to single-agent reinforcement learning. An agent with sufficient capacity can solve tasks the human cannot but the human must be able to judge whether the solution is good. Now, consider an adversarial debate of length 2, where Alice chooses X attempting to make the human say yes, Bob chooses Y attempting to make the human say no, and the human decides who is correct. The result is, here mathematically notated, there exists an X such that for all Y, H of Q, X and Y is true. Alice wins if she can find x such that all responses y by Bob have h of q, x, and y equal to 1. Bob wins if he can find a response y to any x that Alice says so that h of q, x, and y is 0. This complexity class is epsilon subscript 2 p, two steps up the polynomial hierarchy, since epsilon subscript 2 p contains all questions answerable as formulas of the form there exists an x such that for all y h of qxy is true for polynomial time h we can continue this process for any number of rounds with alice and bob alternating points and counterpoints producing the formula some x subscript 0 such that x subscript 1 and so on and so forth through to some x subscript n minus 1 such that h of q x0 etc etc is true For n rounds of debate, if n is fixed, the complexity class is epsilon subscript n, p, n steps up the polynomial hierarchy. If the number of rounds n is allowed to grow polynomially in the size of the question q, the complexity class is p space. All questions decidable by polynomial space algorithms. Reference to SIPSA 2013. Audio note, you can also check out table 1, which has some of the formulae and more information about this. To summarize, Theorem 1. For any problem L from P space, we can choose a polynomial time judge so that optimal play in the debate game with polynomially many steps solves L. Proof. Given L, by Theorem 8.9 of Cipso 2013, we can choose H and n equals polynomial function of the length of Q such that Q is from L if and only if there exists some x, 0 such that x1, through to some x subscript n minus 1, such that h of q, x subscript 0, etc. is true. As above, debate with h as the judge answers questions from the set of L. P-space is a powerful complexity class. Examples of p-space problems include simulating a temporal process, for example physics, for an exponential number of steps, as long as the state is polynomial size. Recursion over an exponentially large tree, as long as the depth is polynomial size. Perfect play in any competitive game of polynomial length, such as term-limited go. And counting an exponentially large number of objects, where each object is polynomially checkable. Such counting problems are also in the smaller complexity class, hash p. For an example of the latter, consider counting the exact number of primes. Here's an equation, the prime counting function of x, here denoted as pi of x, equals pi of 2 to the power of n, up to n bits. We can check individual numbers for primality and polynomial time, but there are 2 to the power of n numbers to check, and the best-known algorithm is O of 2 to the power of n over 2 plus epsilon. Reference to Ligarius and Odlitsko, 1987. The problem is in p-space, since we can loop over the exponentially many numbers and maintain the polynomial size count. To solve this problem using debate we ask Alice to compute pi of x and pi of x over 2. If Alice is lying about pi of x, she must be lying about one of the half ranges, 0 x over 2 and x over 2 x. Bob can point out which range a, b is a lie. Alice must then justify herself by computing pi of a plus b over 2. Bob points out which of a, a plus b over 2, and a plus b over 2, b is a lie and so on until Alice is lying or not about the singleton interval P. H then checks P for primality to determine who wins. Here, the judge must perform only addition and subtraction as the steps progress, and check a single number for primality at the end. Optimal play in this game is for Alice to tell the truth about pi of x at the start. Bob has no winning response. Similarly, if we have a polynomial time algorithm for one step of a simulation, we can use debate to evolve the simulation for an exponential number of steps n. Alice gives the result after n and n over 2 steps. Bob says which half interval is a lie, Alice gives the midpoint, and we iterate until Alice and Bob are making different claims about a single step of simulation. Unfortunately, this debate protocol for simulation works only for deterministic simulation. The game case is particularly natural. Two agents can debate whether the game of Go is a win or a loss for the first player by playing a game of Go. The human judge checks the rules and counts the score to see who wins. Analogously, an amateur Go player can estimate which of two professional players is better by watching them play one game. The winner is likely better, even though the amateur cannot evaluate the moves directly. These complexity class arguments are analogies only. We do not expect tractable machine learning algorithms to achieve all of P space. Rather, the analogies show that at least in theory we can be limited only by the capacity of the ML models and our ability to train them, not the supervisory signal. This gives us hope that debate could resolve AI alignment without sacrificing model strength. Heading 2.3, Removing Oversimplifications The simple version of debate discussed in Section 2 does not capture many tasks we care about. There are several directions in which we can improve the model. First direction, queries may be too big. A question may be too large to show to a human or to expect the human to comprehend. Q from the set of questions might include a 10-gigapixel image. Does this picture of the sky support cosmic inflation? The whole internet? What is the best article about cats, etc.? To support large context, we let the agents reveal small parts of Q in their statements. For example, an agent could reveal part of a web page or a small region of the 10-gigapixel image. An extreme example is where Q, from the set of questions, contains an image, and agents can reveal only one pixel of the image. Debate only works if this revealed context cannot be a lie it is impossible to usefully debate whether a coin flip is heads or tails if the coin is never revealed. The next direction? Answers may be too big. Similarly, the best answer to a question may be prohibitively large. For example, the answer may be a long document. Give a 100-page summary of the effectiveness of quantitative easing. To support large responses, we still have agents choose a response at the start of the game and allow them to reveal small parts of either answer in the same way they reveal parts of the question. If Bob is misaligned and constructs an answer which would have bad consequences, Alice will be able to safely warn about the risks during the debate, while most of the answer is hidden, as long as our safety claims are true. Next direction, human time is expensive. We may lack enough human time to judge every debate, which we can address by training machine learning models to predict human reward, as in Cristiano et al. 2017. Most debates can be judged by the reward predictor rather than by the humans themselves. Critically, the reward predictors do not need to be as smart as the agents by our assumption that judging debates is easier than debating. So they can be trained with less data. We can measure how closely a reward predictor matches a human by showing the same debate to both. The next direction, environment interaction. If we want a system to take actions that affect the environment, such as operating a robot, the desired output is a sequence of actions, A subscript 0, A subscript 1, etc., where each action can only be computed once the previous action is taken. In this case, we need one debate per action, though at test time we can again stop once the actions are computed. And the last direction, long-term state. Each debate is an independent game, but agents could use information from past debates to make better decisions, as in Mishra et al. 2017. Since games are zero-sum, this does not change optimal play, as any equilibria in an iterated zero-sum game is weakly dominated by a strategy which treats each game as separate. We will use the large query case for our experiment, but leave other generalisations to future work. Section 3. Experiments. Proposed and Preliminary Since the theoretical limit of infinite compute agents and polynomial time judges gives all of p-space, whether debate works in practice as a method for AI alignment is an empirical question about practical ML systems and actual human judges. Thus, we need experiments to explore whether near-optimal play produces aligned behaviour with human judges and whether we can find near-optimal play with practical ML. Although we believe the best equilibrium for debate is two honest agents, in the experiments discussed here, we pre-specify one agent as honest and one as a liar. This is particularly useful with human agents, since humans may be intrinsically inclined to tell the truth in ways ML agents would not be. If the honest agent wins against any liar in an experiment, we will have shown that honesty is the optimal strategy and that an agent trained to optimal play would become honest. A key goal of debate is aligning ML systems more capable than humans at a particular task, which is difficult to arrange directly since existing systems are mostly weaker than humans. Instead, we can give the agents access to a source of information that the judges cannot see, and limit the amount of information conveyed in the debate. That is, we replace thinks better with knows more. Ideally, we want experiments that combine both human and ML aspects of debate. Until natural language capabilities progress further, however, there are aspects of debate with human judges more easily tested using human debaters as well. Thus, we consider both pure human experiments, which mix natural language and images, and pure ML experiments using images alone. Here's a figure, figure 2, the MNIST debate game. A random MNIST image is shown to two debating agents, but not to the judge. The debaters state their claimed label up front, then reveal one non-zero pixel per turn to the judge, up to a total of four or six. The judge sees the sparse mark of four or six pixels and chooses the winner based on which of the two labels has a higher logit. The judge is trained in advance to recognise MNIST from random masks of non-zero pixels. And in this diagram, we see an input handwritten 5 from the MNIST dataset, Alice claims 6, then Bob claims 5, and then Alice and Bob take it in turns to present single pixels from the image and present them to the judge via the mask, and the judge guesses 5. And there's a table of results here for 4 and 6 pixels. 4 pixels, the judge received an accuracy with random pixels of 48.2%, and for 6, 59.4%. The honest win rate, in the case with pre-commitment, was 88.9% for 6 pixels, and 85.2% for 4 pixels. There's much more data in this table that you can check out in the original paper. The table's caption reads, Table 2. Results for debate on MNIST. We pre-specify one player as honest and one as liar. When the honest player wins, honesty is the best strategy. No pre-commit means that the liar wins for any incorrect guess by the judge, even if the incorrect guess differs for different parts of the game tree. Lying is harder in the pre-commit case, where the liar states their claim in advance of making moves and cannot change their story. With or without pre-commit, the honest player wins more often than the random judge, showing that honesty has an advantage. Section 3.1. ML experiment. Convincing a sparse classifier. Metaphorically, debate targets the situation where the agents see the big picture, but the judge cannot. We can model this by replacing the metaphorical big picture with an actual picture, chosen at random from a distribution. If the image is simple enough, we can do away with natural language entirely. The two agents state their claimed image class up front, then reveal one pixel of the image per turn to the judge. They cannot lie about these pixels, but a dishonest player could choose them adversarially to fool the judge. The game ends after a fixed number of turns. Then the judge sees a sparse mask of the revealed pixels and decides which agent's class is correct. We have performed an initial version of this experiment on MNIST using ML agents and an ML judge. Figure 2 shows the structure of the game. Similar to Milietal 2017, we trained the judge in advance with supervised learning using a convolutional net that sees a sparse mask of a few pixels. The judge is treated as fixed when computing optimal play by the agents. Joint training of agents and judge together would be particularly bad as a test of debate, since it assumes knowledge of the truth at game time, which is exactly what we hope to do without. Concretely, the judge is trained to classify MNIST from 6, or 4, non-zero pixels. With the pixels chosen at random at training time, the judge receives two input feature planes, a 0, 0,1 mask of which pixels were revealed and the value of the revealed pixels, with zeros elsewhere. We use the architecture from the TensorFlow MNIST layers tutorial. The only difference is the input. We train the judges using Adam with a learning rate of 10 to the power of negative 4 for 30,000, or 50,000 in the 4 pixels case, batches of 128 samples, reaching 59.4%, or 48.2% in the 4-pixel case, accuracy. With the judge fixed, we define the debate game as shown in figure 2 just described. The two players pre-commit to their claimed label up front, then reveal 1 pixel per turn up to a total of 6, or 4. In the 6-pixel case, this means each player reveals 3 pixels. We pre-specify one player to be honest and one to lie. If the honest player wins, this implies honesty is the optimal strategy. The winner is the player whose claimed class has higher logit when the sparse mask is shown to the judge, ignoring the logits for the other eight classes. We also consider debate without pre-commit. The judge uses the maximum logit over all ten classes. And any incorrect guess by the judge is a win for the liar. Pre-commit makes the game harder for a liar, even though they can choose the pre-committed arbitrarily, since the liar cannot adapt the lie based on moves already played. Pre-commit more accurately reflects the intended behaviour of debate as described in section 2.1. We include the harder version for illustration. Both versions give an advantage to the second player to move. If the first player has a winning strategy, the second player can steal that strategy by ignoring the previous move on each turn. The MNIST debate game is simple enough that we can play it with pure Monte Carlo tree search, reference to Coulomb 2006, without training a heuristic, as in Silver et al. 2017a. We use 10,000 rollouts per move, where each rollout descends to a leaf for evaluation using the judge. During rollouts, we select nodes to expand using the P-U-C-T variant in Silver et al., 2017a. At node S, we pick action A to maximise... Here's an equation with utility of S and A on the left. The right-hand side of the equation is a little too complex to describe usefully in audio format, but it contains terms for C subscript P-U-C-T, which here equals 1... P equals 1 over a non-zero number of pixels as constant since we do not train a heuristic. And N of S and A is the visit count. Ties are broken randomly. We play out games by choosing moves with the highest visit count. To model pre-commit, we play 9 different games for the same image with the 9 possible lies. The liar wins if any lie wins. Taking the best liar performance over 9 games gives an advantage to the liar since it is a minimum of a noisy MCTS. We reduce this noise and better approximate optimal play by taking the mean over three games with different seeds for each lie. Since we use MCTS on the test set with full access to the judge, we are modelling the limit of debate agents with no generalisation error, although the judge does have generalisation error. And there's a figure here, it's figure 4, that visualises some of these games in progress. In the first case, Honest plays first and wins. Second, Honest plays first and loses. The third case is Honest plays second and wins, and the last is Honest plays second and loses. The figure is captioned, Figure 4. Sample 6-pixel MNIST debate games where the liar must pre-commit to the lie. A through to D vary who plays first and who wins between the Honest player and the liar. Honest moves are shown in green and the liar moves in blue, with digits 0 through 5 indicating the move sequence. For each game, we show the debater view on the left and the judge view on the right. The judge sees only the revealed pixels and which class each player is arguing for. An interactive version of this figure is available at a link here on the OpenAI blog. Audio note, you can check out these examples in the original paper or by going to the OpenAI blog. Results are shown in Table 2, with sample games in Figure 4. With 6 pixels, debate with pre-commit turns a 59.4% accurate judge into an 88.9% accurate debate. The judge wins on 88.9% of the images in the MNIST test set. With 4 pixels, a 48.2% accurate judge becomes an 85.2% accurate debate. For both 4 and 6 pixels, pre-commit is crucial. The liar does much better if the liar can adapt in different parts of the game tree. This reflects why short debates are powerful in theory. Declaring the argument to be made in advance cuts down the space of arguments that must be covered. Without the mean over 3 seeds adjustment for pre-commit, the honest player wins 87.7% of the time with 6 pixels, and 83.8% of the time with 4 pixels. Section 3.2. Human Experiment. Cat versus Dog. To test human and natural language aspects of debate, we can play a similar image debate replacing all ML agents with humans. Choose a random image of either a cat or a dog and show the image to both human agents but not the human judge. The agents engage in a natural language debate and each agent is allowed to reveal a single pixel of the image to the judge. They cannot lie about this pixel, but they can reveal only one pixel total over the whole debate. After the debate, the judge decides who is telling the truth. A similar game could be played with Wikipedia pages and a budget of one word, again using the unseen Wikipedia page to model extra capabilities not available to the judge. Note that both agents could choose to be honest purely out of inclination, so it is useful to randomly choose sides so that one agent is forced to lie. We have built a prototype website to play the single-pixel image debate game with human debaters and judge. And there's a link here to debate-game.openai.com. A screenshot is shown in Figure 5. Here's Figure 5, a prototype website to test single-pixel image debate with humans. An image is shown to two debaters but hidden from the judge. The debaters can talk to the judge and draw rectangles on the image, and each debater is allowed to reveal one pixel to the judge over the whole game. Back to the text. In addition to natural language... The agents can draw rectangles on the image. The judge sees these rectangles on a blank background. We have used the website to play cat versus dog informally, and as long as agents know how to play it, it is extremely difficult to lie. Thus, even if one of the agents is incentivized to lie, the honest agent usually wins. The one-pixel constraint is not serious, as Alice can claim in natural language that a pixel has a certain colour. If Bob knows this is a lie, he can win by spending his one-pixel budget so not spending it is an admission that Alice is telling the truth. Thus, the only limitation is the length of the debate and whether the human understands it. For example, Alice might honestly claim the image is a cat and Bob lies and claims it's a dog. Alice can say, well, the centre of this small rectangle is the cat's green eye. Bob cannot admit the centre is an eye, so he concox a further lie. It is a dog playing in grass, and that's a blade of grass. But this lie is hard to square with the surrounding facts, such as Alice's reply, if it were grass then there would be green at the top or bottom of this thin rectangle. The debate continues until the agents focus in on a particular pixel which they disagree on, but where Bob is unable to invent a plausible counter, at which point Alice reveals the pixel and wins. We leave formal experiments testing whether honesty wins in single pixel debate to future work. Even if those experiments are successful, however... It is easy to be sceptical the debate works for complex moral questions, while still believing it works for cat versus dog. In particular, will humans be convincible away from initially wrong moral sentiments? One possibility is to pick a domain where isolated human answers are prone to bias, then ask how switching from one- to two- or three-step debates changes the level of bias. That's the end of the section of this paper that's included in the core readings for the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. There's a little blurb here that talks about what's in the rest of the paper. The theoretical arguments of Section 2.2 and preliminary experiments of Section 3 do not capture the richness of debate with humans. The rest of the paper considers the prospects of extending debate to more complex tasks and advanced AI agents, including discussion and thought experiments about natural language debate with human judges. We start with reasons for optimism and discuss worries about the safety properties of debate in Section 5. Section 6 considers variations on debate, and Section 7 discusses the related amplification approach to AI alignment. You can check out the rest of this paper at the link in the episode description. This was an audio version of an excerpt from AI Safety Via Debate by Jeffrey Irving, Paul Cristiano and Dario Amadei. It was published on the 22nd of October 2018. It's included as a core reading in the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This reading was by Perrin Walker and produced by Type 3 Audio.